Hello, and welcome to Fresh Fusion, a podcast where we discuss the business, the art, the ethics of content creation on the open web. My name is Jared White, and this is episode 68, Why I Started Creator Class, a newsletter. You know how nonfiction book covers have the the title of the book, and then it says, a novel. (laughs) So this is Creator Class, a newsletter. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, hello, everybody. It is springtime. The birds are chirping. The flowers are blooming. Sunshine. Well, maybe not rainbows, but it's a new day, and I'm definitely enjoying the warmer weather and getting outside more. Uh, But what I'm here to talk to you about today is a little bit of a change to how I create this podcast, and then we will dive into uh, what Creator Class is, a newsletter. (laughs) Um, So, about the Fresh Fusion podcast, uh, I have to admit something to you all. I have to admit that I burned out. I burned out from doing the podcast, and the reason for that is uh, for for a string of episodes, I tried to do a video podcast. I tried to record both video and audio and edit it like a video and then export that to YouTube and put that up on my YouTube channel and then also export the audio out for the podcast itself. Um, and, you know, the, there were, there were some, uh, s- some pros to doing it that way because, you know, you essentially get to... Uh, populate two mediums with one bit of content. Um, However, I have long had a philosophy that the best content for a particular medium is one that's tailored specifically to that medium. And if you're not really into that medium, uh, you might not want to be there at all. And, you know, I've applied this to things like, uh, you know, I'm not going to be on Instagram, putting content on Instagram, unless I really, really want to create Instagram content, and I'm into Instagram. Same thing with Twitter, same thing with TikTok. I personally am not into TikTok. I don't really like TikTok videos (laughs) when they get shared elsewhere, like on Twitter. Uh, I rarely find them interesting. Uh, sorry, folks. Uh, maybe I'm just a grumpy old man, but <laughs> uh, so it would be silly for me to join TikTok. It would it would be ludicrous for me to get on TikTok and start making TikTok videos if I don't even like TikTok. Now I do like YouTube. I subscribe to a bunch of YouTube channels and I enjoy watching YouTube videos that are vlogs or or news kind of channels, news commentary, whatever. Lots of different things. Education. Um, so it's not that I don't want to create content for YouTube, but I feel like the content I create for YouTube should be very YouTube-y, you know what I mean? Like, I want it to look and feel like a YouTube production for a YouTube channel. And just sitting at my desk talking into a microphone for 30 minutes doesn't feel like that at all. It feels like a podcast that just so happens to have a video feed, and you know, I think that's okay if you have like, you know, multiple people in a room or maybe like a group Zoom call. So part of what you're watching it for is to get that sort of vibe between all the, all the the hosts or or the guests on the show. 
but if it's just one person, you know, here it's just me, um, you know, I, I just I just feel like it's not very entertaining. Uh, and it also requires some some tricky things regarding my schedule. So, for example, I'm recording this particular episode in the evening. I've been at work all day. And, you know, it's this is just a voice and a microphone. So, you know, if I'm not wearing something particularly exciting, if my hair looks schlubby, <laughs> if I have a pimple on my nose, I don't know. Like, it doesn't really matter because all it matters is that my voice works. Uh, and if my voice gives out and I have to drink a cup of coffee, I can edit around that. Drink a cup of coffee. No way. <laughs> drink a cup of water. <laughs> what am I saying? Uh, if I have to pause to drink a cup of water, <laughs> um, you know, I can edit around that easily. So, yeah. So I've, you know, uh, as much as I would like to just keep populating my YouTube channel with something rather than have it be dormant for a while, um, I'm just going to focus on podcasting because I want this to be a good podcast. I want to be good at podcasting, and I just want to focus on that and leave the videos to making actual videos. So I'm hoping that uh, because of that change, I will be a little bit more um, on top of things with regards to putting out an episode every week and thinking of great topics to cover here on the show. All right, so with that out of the way, uh, we're going to go now to the main topic, which is the new newsletter that I've started publishing called Creator Class. So why call it Creator Class? What is it for? What was wrong with the old newsletter? Why should you care? All right, so let, let me break this down. For some time now, I've had a newsletter associated with my website at jaredwhite.com, um, and it, it for a while, it sort of wasn't titled, per se. It was just my newsletter, whatever that is. Uh, and then I, then I gave it a brand. You know, I decided hey, every good newsletter needs to have its own brand. So I came up with the brand Markup This, and it was sort of a play on, you know, Markup is in the HTML that powers every website. Um, and... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking, because now it seems kind of dopey to me. <laughs> uh, and also the other problem was that uh, every time I thought of it, my brain would sort of flip it around, so it would turn into mark this up, and then my brain would change mark to the F word, so it would be F this up, and that is not good at all. <laughs> and now you know, which is, yeah, it, I can never use that brand again, because now you know. <laughs> So it's not mark this up. It's not mark up this exclamation point. I I just don't know what I was thinking. But, you know, you live and learn. You try things. Things work. Things don't work. Anyway, for a while now, I was, uh, I've been feeling that, uh, you know, it needed a, a branding refresh. And it also needed to be a little bit more focused. You know, it needed to be a newsletter about something. What is it about? Why would anyone want to subscribe to the newsletter uh, you know, you, you got to tell them what it's about. So this new newsletter with this new brand, Creator Class, is also kind of a play on words. For some reason, I can't think of a newsletter title <laughs> that doesn't have a double meaning, but this one's a lot better. So, you know, initially you might think, oh, it's Creator Class as in like, oh, it's a class for creators or something like that. Um, so yeah, there, there's the connotation that every week when I publish the newsletter, you'll be getting some kind of tidbit that, 
you know, inspires you or helps you or teaches you something about being a content creator. But it's also about the class of creators. You know, we're in a cohort. We're in a we're in a merry band of online content creators around the globe trying to create content and put it online and, you know, have some kind of impact, whatever that means. Have some measure of success, whatever that means. Maybe even make a little bit of money, if that's even possible. So, yeah, so it's both meanings. It's creator class, and it's also creator class. And so uh, I, I think, you know, both aspects of that are um, an integral part of this production. Now, uh, what what am I trying to accomplish with this newsletter? Why, why even go to all this trouble? <laughs> well... I just feel like, you know, there, there's, there's, there, there are two main problems. There are two big, big issues, <laughs> elephants in the room, if you will, around talking about online content creation right now. And one issue is there's just so much of it. There's so much of it now. Like, it, you know, being an online content creator with a capital C has gone from, you know, sort of the realm of, of nerds who happen to be really good at computers and are, you know, figuring out what, what a blog is or whatever, or how to create a podcast RSS feed. Like, you know, it's way beyond that now. And, and we're in the realm of, you know, anyone can be a creator. Um, and, you know, even now with, you know, having come through this, this whole pandemic where so many people are pretty much only living lives online to a certain degree, uh, there's just, you know, there's so much of it. So, you know, so there's there's this sense of like, oh, anyone's a content creator now. But the reality is that being a content creator, it's hard and not everyone is necessarily good at it. And by good at it, I mean like, you know, it, it's it's something they've just sort of always had, had an affinity for. So I think, I think it's important to, you know, to go into talking about being a content creator. You know, don't, you know, don't funnel a bunch of BS to people. You know, I can't stand the kind of materials out there that's like, oh, anyone can be a content creator. You too can do this and do that and follow these steps and create an Instagram account and make sure your grid is, you know, has all the photos with the same color scheme and like... <laughs> You get a laundry list of to-dos, and supposedly at the end of that list, you're going to be a successful online content creator. And I just think that's ridiculous. It's it's just absolutely ridiculous. That's not how this works. Uh, you're not just going to suddenly, you know, sit down at your keyboard one day and bang away at it, and boom, you're a great blogger. <laughs> you're not just going to pick up a camera, and boom, you're a great photographer. You're not just going to... Uh, start sticking whatever on YouTube and boom, you're going to have a hundred thousand followers and all these, uh, offers to, <laughs> for product placement or whatever. So you can make money at sponsorships. Like that's just not how this stuff works. So we need something else. We, we need to shift the conversation. You know, why even be a content creator? Why, why even pursue this sort of thing? You know, what is that all about? Um, so, yeah, so there's that, you know, there's that elephant in the room of, of you know, why even be a content creator? And then I, then I think there's another elephant in the room, which is, you know, 
kind of what what I've said this podcast is about, uh, you know, part of the tagline of Fresh Fusion, the ethics of content creation. Like there are, quote unquote, successful content creators out there, but are they doing it ethically? Are they ethical content creators? And, and, you know, this can be like really big faux pas, <laughs> you know, things like, oh, you know, yeah, you're making videos on YouTube and you're a sensation, but then you're, you know, screwing people over and unfortunately, in some cases, literally screwing people. And that's just no good. <laughs> but, you know, even, even subtler things like there are people out there who, you know, I think are really, you know, nice people, good people who are successful and you know, the medium of YouTube or Instagram or whatever. But the way that they weave, you know, sponsorships, ad content into their regular content is is really sneaky and unclear. And, and that just turns me off. Like, I, I hate watching a video that's about like, you know, something about someone's life, you know, or some or their creative process. And all of a sudden, they're talking about a particular product. And, and, and they're talking about it like, you know, oh, and there's this product that I use, blah, blah, blah. And they're talking about it. And then you find out, like, that's a sponsorship. And they, and they don't really say anything about the fact that it's a sponsorship. You know, it's not like they're saying, like, you know, oh, and, you know, I'm going to tell you now about our next sponsor, blah, blah, blah. Pitch, 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 pitch. And by the way, you know, I really do use this product a lot. It's great. Like, I'm okay with that, but to just like immediately like weave an entire video around the topic of this sponsored product and, and make it sound like you're just genuinely talking about how this product has helped your life. And, and oh, by the way, <laughs> use this referral code in the description down below. Um, anyway, I've talked about this on the show before. I don't want to dwell on it here, but there are just a lot of things like that where I feel like you know, if we're going to talk about being an online content creator and what does it mean to be successful and what does it mean to be good at that craft, uh, we got to be honest about this stuff. You know, if, if the only way you can possibly make a living as an online content creator is to do sneaky stuff like that, I'm just not interested. And that's probably <laughs> why I'm not making a full-time living solely as an online content creator, because I just don't want to play those games. I'd rather make an honest living some in some other way and really focus on online content creation, you know, more for the, the art of it <laughs> than the business. Uh, and I, I think that's a shame. Like, like, it's a shame that that is an issue. And we need to be honest about it. And we need to, uh, you know, come clean about it. So, yeah, so there's, you know, there's those two big elephants in the room, the, the you know, why even do it portion of, of it, and then the, the ethics of it. Uh, and I, and I want to, you know, I want to dive into all that in the newsletter. And it will, of course, uh, feed back into this podcast and the stuff I talk about here on the podcast will feed into the newsletter. And I feel like it's all much more aligned now, which is really exciting. Uh, and there's also a technical change, too. This newsletter is now uh, based on the, the Review platform, R-E-V-U-E, -E, um, which was originally an independent startup, but is now part of Twitter. Uh, and I really like Review. I think they've done a great job with the software. It's really fun to put together a newsletter issue. The, the kind of things you can do in the newsletter is a lot like what I was trying to do with my homegrown system before. Um, but now it's just a lot faster and easier to do it. Uh, 
I think it, it looks good. So, uh, so I'm really happy with review. I think uh, it's a, it's a worthy uh, competitor to Substack in in some ways. Uh, and there's some things I'm not entirely sold on <laughs> regarding Substack, as it turns out. So, anyway, um, so far I'm pro review. Um, and so to sum up, uh, I'm actually uh, just uh, publishing out a new newsletter issue. It should be out by the time you hear this podcast. Um, and it, it goes a little bit more into, you know, the, the why we create uh, question. Um, but I wanted to highlight something in there that uh, as I thought of it, as I was writing the newsletter, uh, it really stood out to me. It, it really, it was just one of these things that you know, if someone else has said it before and I picked it up subconsciously and now I'm saying it as if it's an original thought, I apologize, but it really seems like an insight that I'm excited about and want to share with you. And that's the idea that, you know, at the end of the day, we create because we are grateful. This idea of gratitude uh, really resonates with me. Um, and, you know, it, it kind of, plays into this this cycle of 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 creative inspiration you know we, we get inspired by the things that people create you know we 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 take pleasure in and we enjoy something that someone's creative we get excited about it, we get passionate about it and you hear sometimes people talk about like oh you got to follow your passion or you got to do things that you're passionate about you got to create you know in this medium or you know on these topics because you're passionate about it I'm not sure passion is all you need. <laughs> I, I think passion can burn out. I think passion can come and go. I think sometimes we, we confuse passion with interest. So we're interested in something and, you know, if we're really interested in it, we think we're passionate about it and then we try to do it. And then it turns out to be a lot of work and a, a lot of heartache. And we're like, oh man, <laughs> what was I thinking? Um, and, you know, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with trial and error, but I, I think you need more than passion. I think to be to be a really good, consistent online content creator, I think you need more than passion. And so I'm going to submit, I'm going to humbly submit to you that what you need most of all is gratitude. Uh, if you approach content creation from a position of being thankful, for uh, being grateful for for what you've experienced through the, the art of others, you know, that that feeling of joy you get. Uh, that feeling of excitement that you get from other people's art. Uh, if, if you can feel that sense of joy and gratitude that you feel from them, if you can funnel that, if you can use that to fuel your own creativity and, and, you, know, and you sincerely hope that other people get to have that same experience of, of excitement and joy that, that you've gotten to experience, that's where the magic is. That, that's where the sparkle comes in. Um, and, you know, just being, being thankful for the art, but also being thankful for the audience. You know, I think, as hard as it sounds, I think it's really important to be thankful for an audience of one. You know, the difference between zero and one is so much greater than the difference between one and a thousand, or a thousand and a hundred thousand. You know, I, I really think you need to focus on the one. And when I'm doing the best at my art, you know, when I'm, when I'm creating the best podcast, when I'm in, when I'm in the zone, uh, when I'm creating the best vlog episode, I'm creating the best, I don't know, writing a blog article, working on code, 
<laughs> putting open source software out into the world. I create the best stuff when I'm focused on the one person in my imagination who, like me, is really going to dig it. <laughs> you know, like, who who out there is enough like me that they're really going to dig this? Like, like this mythical person in my mind is just really going to get a kick out of this. <laughs> it, that's so much better than thinking about like, oh, how many hundreds of people are going to be interested in this? Or maybe some of them won't like it. Or <laughs> maybe some people will be mad at me. Or I don't know. Like, we can get so hung up on, on large numbers and how large should it be. Or maybe it's too large. Or maybe it's not large enough. And instead of just focusing on the one, just one to one. And that's all it is at the end of the day. Like, th th there's actually no audience out there. There's just person and person and person, all having individual experiences, all coming from individual backgrounds. And, you know, if you just focus on the one and the one and the one, and each one of those people is resonating with the one thing you are doing in a particular moment in time, like that's, that's the experience of art. That's the experience of creativity, this one-to-one -one communication between two people. Uh, it's 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 intimate. It's delightful. It's it's thrilling. <laughs> it's captivating. It's marvelous. I mean, this this is where the magic happens, and that's what I want to convey. You know, as a content creator, you know, talking to you, and maybe you're a content creator, or you're just interested in in general and just sort of this whole world. Um, that that's really what I want to convey is is this sense of of being grateful, being grateful for the art, and also being grateful for the one. And I think if you can always approach, or at least try to always approach your your uh, creative endeavors with this kind of attitude, uh, I think you know it's going to be so much better. It's going to be so much better than obsessing over follower counts and bell notifications and and you know who's gonna who's going to retreat whatever, how many times, and all the, all the metrics and all the, all the baggage of what we think success is. No. <laughs> that's, that's not where the magic happens. That, that's, that's, not where, that's not where the spark is. Uh, all right. I, I, think, I, think, I think you get the point. I will climb down off of my soapbox now and encourage you, if you haven't already, Go to jaredwhite.com and sign up for the creator class newsletter there if you'd like to read more about and hear more about these sorts of topics. And of course, I'll continue to talk about them here on Fresh Fusion. All right, that's it, folks. Thanks for tuning in, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>